The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. Yes, it can seem rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, and it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of your inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. Here on The Christine Uptrich Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Are you ready to step into your vibration of change? Hello, everybody. Welcome. Grateful to have you here today. You might be listening live on 1150 AM KKNW in the Seattle area, or perhaps on TransformationTalkRadio.com, or perhaps on Facebook Live on my professional page. You might be listening after the fact on ChristineUpchurch.com or one of the dozens of podcasts that sends up, or the YouTube channel, which we're now just starting to, to promote a bit. Um, but wherever and whenever you're joining us from today, you're going to be really grateful. I have to tell you, um, before I say hello to the people behind the technology and introduce my guest today, I have to tell you, you know, I have been on my psycho-spiritual journey for literally decades, and um, I've been working in the consciousness field for a couple of decades, and I've had this radio show for, it's pushing eight and a half years now. And it's not very often that I find my way to somebody who is offering something new, different, and really, really beneficial. But before I tell you who that is and, and what we're going to talk about, I want to say hello to the people behind the technology. Olivia TTR, good morning, Olivia. Morning, Christine. And hello to Benny, who's, you know, at the end of his work week at KK and Whoa, whoa, Hi, whoa, whoa. The end of my work week. You just think you know my schedule, huh? The top of oh, your head. Oh. Actually, you're all right. You're actually correct, so it's all good. <laughs> just call me out like yeah. that. <laughs> and and then you don't have to work at all when you go home to the twins, right? <laughs> uh, no, no. They're, they're just a cakewalk. No problem there. Yeah. <laughs> and I am so excited about our guest today. I tell you. You may very well know who he is when you hear his name, or it could be that you don't know who, who he is yet, and you're going to be really glad you're getting introduced to him today. The person I'm talking about is Damian Wynn. Um, he's a pioneer, uh, an international business consultant and coach, consciousness hacker, and oh boy, it's interesting the way he hacks that consciousness, and an awareness teacher. And he's been working with people for 20 years and he's been traveling and teaching at workshops um, and reaching thousands of people for 17 years. He works over in Greece, which is where he's living. And he does remote sessions and um, really interesting. We're going to get into that. He taps into this ethereal guidance and works with subtle energy in a very unique way. He helps individuals quickly release what is in the way so they can follow their, their truth empowering them to make a massive leap forward. Uh, I'd like to welcome our guest today, Damien Wynn. Hi, Damien. Christine and Olivia and Benny and everyone here. It's so nice to have you and thank you for having me on your show. Oh, our, our pleasure. It's it's funny, Damien, because, um, you know, I've worked in, in the, the field of energy healing for, what, 17 years now. And I'm personally 
not drawn to work with many people anymore because I'm extremely discerning. I've done a lot of inner work. Um, but when I saw you on another show, it's like, I got to work with Damien. I got to work with, and I've taken, um, I think a couple of your workshops now, as well as worked with you personally. And I tell you, I'm very sensitive energetically and I know darn well that not only did what you were saying make sense to me, but I could feel a huge difference afterwards. I know that each of us gets into our, our path of the gifts that we offer to people in, in our own unique way. What brought you to this? Well, uh, well, I was, I had it as a child and I closed it off through different trauma. And also I was too open. I was experiencing too much and connected too much to reading feels and feeling other people's emotions and feelings. So I started, I closed it until the age of 30. I had a series of different accidents and through those different accidents, I had a breakdown and I started to open up that shell. And from, from there, I was drawn to meet somebody who was doing healing work. I didn't know, I never read anything about this work, didn't know anything about it on a soul yeah. level, but nowhere else. And this person worked on me and I saw what I know now, what it is, was like the Akashic records opened up in the room when he said that he basically forced me to work on him. Um, so when I <laughs> that, I saw a library of information. I was like, wow, I, I felt this inner knowing of, I know this already, but I need to experience it again. And from that moment, I says, this is it. This is my way. And I was in the business sector and I have many different companies and properties. And I, I was like, okay, I need to finish everything, leave the country and start my new life because this is what I'm going to commit my life full time to. I just and had and what country? What country were you living in? What country are you from? In Ireland, I was in Dublin, where, where uh -huh. I'm from. That explains the wonderful accent. Yes, yes I haven't lost. <laughs> so yeah, so from then I was led to um, yeah to Budapest, and I start working in Budapest, and then developing a technique. I start channeling this. This information start coming through me on how to work with opening energetic fields in people's bodies and to clear trauma. And I didn't speak Hungarian and people were coming to me and I was working with a lot of people a day. And this techniques, I, I was guided to different points in the body and then they'd start healing. And I was doing this for about two years till it developed about 110 points on the body. And people were having dramatic effects from this and and then yeah then it came the system and then I was told to teach it and that was the beginning of opening it up to more people and then working with groups I was really really shy and really uh yeah I had a big block about speaking and also about being around people and being around groups it was the oh. last thing I wanted to do um, so I sort of surrendered to that and oh. yeah and then I started to teach basically in Ireland and around Europe and then around the world as well. Uh -huh. Different techniques that were coming in monthly. So every month new techniques would come in. And Christ was the first one who came in with many different techniques and then it started developing. And I would teach them and then let them go, continuously letting everything I learned go. And they were, the systems worked and I was teaching them, but I was constantly, every time I connect, I let everything go. And then a new okay. space up for something new to come in. 
I, I think that's so important too, because I know of several teachers who brought through beautiful work and have decided, well, that's it. You know, that's all there is. This is the technique or this is the approach. And um, that, that seems like as we're evolving, not only individually as, um, as healers, but also collectively on this planet, that it doesn't make sense to just say, okay, well, this is enough. Um, no, yeah, it's just unfolding. I see it like it's like a treasure hunt. And I feel like this child um, following these, these diamonds or these different stars that open up every, every moment of every day. So as the constellations are changing, the field is changing, I'm changing. And I realized that as the light frequencies are coming in, it's bringing up different topics in me personally. And then I realized through groups that we're all experiencing the same topic with our own goggles on it, our own experiences, or right. maybe denying it through frozen uh, belief systems or frozen trauma that's in the system. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, before we get into you know, what you offer people individually, let's take a higher level perspective and talk about what's going on globally right now. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's about the work has developed. I was very much out of the body in the beginning, and it was about mm -hmm. finding a way to come back into the body cellularly. And for me, it's about embodiment. So all the work I'm doing now is about spirit in the body, in the cell, cellularly. Mm -hmm. And to do that, it's you need to look at the trauma. Now, before I can work with someone in the past, I noticed that they would have a sequence of different events in their lives which open up different wounds and then they can transform. Sure. So on a global scale, we need systems to be opened and then we have free will. Do we choose to look at them or choose to walk away from them? We're, giving, mm -hmm. we're being given at the moment opportunities on this planet at the moment because it's, it's planet Earth where there's free will. Yeah. And choices and the cycles and these cycles will just repeat and repeat and repeat until man gets gets the message um but they're all cycles so i feel it's a greater time for awakening there's never been a stronger time to transform than ever before i feel on this planet mm -hmm. um, and we're all being shown we're given the opportunity to see the truth which is in the field at the moment and it's showing up so easily at the moment everywhere up everywhere and it's like systems that things were that you would never have seen or never believed it's in our faces and we say wow i never would have believed that wow right. I knew it was deep but i didn't know it was that you know that much you know and it's showing up everywhere so all the um the shadow aspects are coming up very strong at the, the moment all the illusions are coming up all the grooming is open in the system and all this programming which has been going on for generations and generations. It's not, this is not just this life. This is going back yeah. on for generations. And we've been programmed and programmed and programmed and we gave our power away. So now it's about taking self-responsibility without blaming anyone, but taking self-responsibility that we are the creators and we, we have access to creation inside us cellularly. And we don't mm -hmm. need something to connect to our being or to connect to creation. We don't need anything. We are there already, but we forgot it. And um, it's simple, actually. And that's what we've forgotten. That's what we're not believing. It's simple to connect to creation. One of the things that um, I've come to recognize recently as I've awakened um, 
I mean, there's there's the awakening of sort of the energetics, and then there's the awakening to the 3D truth, uh, from yeah. my perspective. And and I'm really shocked at the things that I've been seeing and finding in the 3D realm. But on some sense, I knew that it was really, really dark. When I arrived here, you know, it was, it was kind of like, yes, I'm here for this time because there's some stuff that needs to be cleared out. And yet I know that there are plenty of people who've done inner work who um, aren't seeing what some of us are seeing. What can get in the way of us to take those blinders off um, and, and, and see a, a deeper truth of what's going on on our planet? I am, so there's a lot of people, you're right, who's done a lot of inner work and I'm surprised that they are not seeing what's really going on. And so I started to look into those systems. And there's, for example, if someone in most ancestral lines, there's there's abuse in most ancestral So if it's not incestual, it's in the family or someone around the family. Now, mm-hmm. when you start working on abuse, the first things you'll find is it was a neighbor, it was, it was somebody outside the house, it was an aunt, mm-hmm. it was an uncle. But the ones that we don't look, face in our system is maybe it's the father, maybe it's the mother in the system. Mm-hmm. And behind every trauma, then we have to cover it over with illusion that everything's fine and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are not willing to go there. They don't want to go there. They, it's difficult for them to go there. It's traumatic to go into such sure. truth. And it's easier to hang on to that one piece that says everything's okay. Father represents the system at the moment. Father mm-hmm. represents politics fatter represents where the medical system, the political system, the teaching system, and the financial system, that's what father represents. So I don't want to, I don't want to go there because if that smashes, what do I have left? But actually mm. is you, you are father, you are mother. Father for me represents father, creator, father, son, mm. mother, earth. So it's not about your parents at all, but in the system, in the subconsciousness, we think it's about the parents. It's not about the parents. Interesting. And- so I know that in, in psychology, they talk about sort of evolving to parent yourself. You know, they have the, the wise uh, father or mother within, but you're talking about it on a, on a grander scale of, you know, father creation and mother earth. Yes. If there's a wound with mother, in the system, which you, it, normally there would be, if there was an abuse in the system, mother didn't protect me, so I haven't, I disconnect from my roots. If there's an abuse on the fatter's line, now it doesn't mean it's your fatter, that's, I'll explain a bit more about that. Uh-huh. I disconnect from God, and then I have hatred, and then I, I disconnect from, uh-huh. I don't feel clean enough, because as a child, we feel responsible, we feel guilty, we don't mm-hmm. blame father or the mother or the abuser we take on their guilt their shame but this is ancestral and this goes back i'll give you an example i was i remember i was traveling and i was working very much uh, with abuse in the system and genetics genetic fields about you know mom is behind me on the left hand side dad's behind me on the right hand side i'm her son that's good grandmother and all the rest so Uh I was sitting at a in the airport and I was watching at the ticket desk a grandmother came up to the ticket desk and her grandchild was behind her and he tapped her on the bum and she 
he looked around and was like laughing. And I was like, oh my God, where the, what's going on here, you know? So I showed the system and I said, wow, that child and the grandmother came in with this information genetically. So the abuse was in the system. The ancestral abuse was in the system genetically. Uh -huh. So when a father has that system information, for example, if a son came in to a system that has got incest or abuse in it, uh -huh. it means that that person hasn't received bonding. They've mm -hmm. received a confusion, uh, the sexual energy. It doesn't mean the parent did anything to them but the energy is leaking onto the child. So the child experience sex before love. So the bonding is not in the right way. Okay, that, that's, that's huge, right, what you just said. They experience sex before love. Sex is um, love. What, so what is it that, what, what issue does that create? It's huge. It's huge. So first of all, they, they experience sex before love. So then I, if there's a child that was, so I will have that frequency in me. So then I will attract a predator to my system. If it's not in the family, it'll be later on in life. And then I'll play out that. And in the system is the stimulation of being abused. So that's another part where the child will back because the stimulation represents love. I need to give this to be loved. I need to mm. sacrifice love. I need right. to give one. Then the older person's guilt goes onto the system. And then the child takes that on in the system. So wow. that continues on in the ancestral lines. You pass this information on genetically. That's why I'm so, that's why I've worked so deeply with genetic information because it's in the genetics, not enough to work within this life system. I need to go deeper into the system. So cellular information is very important to work with. Uh, genetic, within the genetics, it's gonna come up in your life. It's gonna be attracted in your system. Sure, that. and when you look at just the statistics, statistics that have been collected about you know, current abuse, I think that um, it's something like 25% of all girls have been sexually molested by the time, or, or, you know, or raped by the time they're 18 and with boys, it's it's close to 20%. And those are the reported statistics. So exactly. even in our current times, you know, it's probably at least 50%. Um, and and so you're saying it's it's also genetic that's being- Much more, I feel. So I'll give you an example, okay? Now, I know somebody who uh, was in a separation. So they're separated oh. and dad has the daughter on the weekend. So they missed each other and Fathers with his new partner, and the daughter is, I don't know, 13, 14, wants to sleep in the same bed. Okay. Oh. Now, I heard this immediately, and my alarm bell went off. I said, You have to, this has to stop. You can't do this. You yeah. know, he was like, But we just love each other. There's nothing else there. And I says, No, the risk is she will have the information that she's been abused by you because if you have, for example, an early morning erection, the energy, sexual energy in you is open and your child relationship seat and your child will get the imprint as if you abused your child. Sure wow. enough, two, the father was up in court for abuse. He didn't do anything, but the energy was in the system. So because his system was open, because he had it in his system from his childhood as well. Wow. So wow. The system is open 
you you don't have to do anything it's pouring it's leaking from your system and that will go on to the children and then the children will bring it on to to others and usually what happens then as well as the information of grooming is in the system because if there's ancestral if there's an abuse like that it's not just once and that's another part that's in the system at the moment which i realized there last year when the this opened up with the pandemic was that the lockdowns was that we were being groomed and mm. oh that gives me chills that that's yeah. my truth meter is going ding 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 say yeah. that again how how we, are we being groomed we were being groomed so we've always been groomed we've been groomed for for me we've been groomed for death with the pandemic mm-hmm. okay so we've been groomed to give away our power our truth our right to speak our free speech our ability that we are healthy beings and we have an amazing immune system and we can heal ourselves mm-hmm. i've been working with the medical system for years and it was interesting the first people i was always sent in the beginning was always the ones that the doctors said go home and prepare you know your passing sure. and they would all come to me and the first thing i would do is first release that belief system from the system uh-huh. and and what is the root cause why do they want to leave and a lot of them healed but the medical system had them on a death sentence in a way sure. now there's i'm not saying anything against doc- doctors are healers they're souls they're that's why they're doing the uh-huh. work they're healers. they are healers and that's their soul but it's the programming of the system so chronic illness for example um all these are very very strong programs to walk into if you accept that in your system if a doctor gives me i love to get results i love to get you know diagnosis i love working with the blood and i i've always worked with the medical system but if someone says something to me i make it my own experience i will not take that diagnosis into my system i will right. take my i will have my experience of my personal connection with my cells my spirit my soul and i will i will work through that myself and i will have a different else and there's no limitations i can heal myself and um, so where are we being groomed we've been groomed for generations and generations through you know for me we are extremely we're like an, a musical instrument we're like say for example a harp and that harp is sensitive to the to the vibration around it the temperature the sound the frequencies okay uh-huh. so when we're we're extremely sensitive beings with huge intuition huge abilities and we're very sensitive so when you're watching movies for example and you're seeing people being killed in that movie your system thinks that's you wow and then that those frequencies of your harp are being turned off because it's an overload it has to freeze okay so you're getting that bombardment with the media every day you're getting the bombardment with movies you're watching so you're overexposed to violence overexposed to pornography overexposed to think that murdering people's okay to think that right. you know sex, yeah, different things are okay and actually in the system they're not okay uh-huh. and so, and I, people who watch the mainstream media are getting exposed to fear of one variety or another like your immune system can't protect you This is so dangerous your immune system can't protect you 
You need us, the authority figures, to control you in one way or another in order for you to be safe. To, to decide for you. So you don't have the power to heal yourself. I will make the decisions for you. So this is the daddy frequency. So the daddy frequency okay. is, yes, you're responsible for my health. Take care of me. And you make all decisions for me because you will take care of me, won't you, daddy? Yes. That makes perfect sense. And that's what's active in a lot of people. I was surprised, which we've done a lot of work on themselves. And then they're, they're believing it. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And I say, yeah. okay, they haven't worked with the deepest, the deepest wound. Like the mm -hmm. deepest wound is the father in the system. Yeah. Oh, it, this, this makes so much sense. It doesn't mean that the father abused them. It means simply means the father's system was open. Maybe there's abuse, maybe there isn't, but the energy was open. So the information is grooming is, is basically, I can't go there. Also, you, when that's in your system, it's normal. Like I've worked with parents who um, the mom, for example, was abused by an uncle. And then the mom brings the children to the uncle. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Or what? You know, yeah. but the mom says, yeah, why? What's wrong? You know, mm -hmm. yeah, they're there all the time. I bring them every weekend. That's okay but in the system not getting it so it's like right. so be groomed to sacrifice our children too yeah but this is like many generations this isn't just the last generation this is in the system for many generations so this is why i work so deeply in these fields to clear it from the system and this is what's coming up so strongly strong at the moment mm -hmm. yeah um, this is fascinating I, because um one of the things I've noticed about um, people who are, you know, so willing to put on masks, even when they're driving the car by themselves, or they walk into a store and they're using hand sanitizer and kind of like, you know, doing like, oh, look, see, I'm being a good, I'm being a good girl. I'm being a good boy. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing um, for the sake of the family, the community, whatever sense. And, and it's, it's almost like they're still seeking approval as well. There's, there's that aspect as well, but then there's another part which I've been speaking a lot about, and that's the vanishing twin. The vanishing twin is where there was another egg in the womb and the egg died. Yeah, and, this and we're going we're gonna to talk all about that because um, this is fascinating. We have to go to a quick commercial break, but when we return, stay tuned for more with Damien Wynn. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. For centuries, spiritual traditions have talked about how humans have an energy field, or aura, surrounding them. Although skeptical scientists refuted this for decades, science is now beginning to catch up with spirituality. Scientists can actually measure light emanating from living beings, so they can measure the human aura, which in scientific terms is known as the biofield. Many medical practitioners around the world use an instrument to evaluate a patient's biofield for the purpose of diagnosing illness. They understand that imbalanced or insufficient light in a person's energy field indicates a physical or emotional problem. The good news? There are ways to balance and increase your light, resulting in greater well-being. For more information, please check out StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. When you lose a child, you find yourself part of a club that you never chose to join. There is a way to find meaning and joy in your life again. 
Jen Ripa has created a six-week sacred grief system, helping you let go of grief, heal with compassion, and understand what's available to you in the rest of your life. It can feel scary acknowledging that a part of you wants to move forward because you're not sure how to do it in a way that honors your child. The good news is that when you allow yourself to address your grief in a multi-sensory way, you can transition from sadness, regret, and hopelessness into a life that gives you peace, joy, and meaning. Jennifer understands with deep compassion how you're feeling because she's been there. For more information about the Sacred Grief Course, visit thriveology.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-O-L-O-G-I-E dot com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW AM 1150, the Seattle area and Transformation Talk Radio around the world. And of course, Facebook Live and YouTube. Um, I'm really enjoying my conversation today with one of the most fascinating people on the planet right now, in my opinion, and that is Damien Wynn. Now, Damien, briefly, I would love to chat with you about um, your perspective about embodiment, because I think what happens with a lot of people who've been on their spiritual journeys, it's, it's really about reaching up and, and, and making that connection with the divine, which is, of course, wonderful and beautiful, but you emphasize that it's important to go beyond that. Can you explain to our listeners what your perspective is? Yes. Uh, for me, I was going that way myself. And I was like, finding it difficult to come back into the body. So I realized my spirit was developing and I was going to be extremely high frequency, but I couldn't bring that into my life. I wasn't making physical changes in my life. Until a friend of mine says, Damien, what results are you getting? I was like, what? What are you talking about results? So then I started to go inside, go inside the body. Uh-huh. So I realized that if I want to go in, really high i dive into my cells and never leave my body so i dive into the universe with my cells everything's in my cells and so for me then i start to clean the cells start seeing what information is in my body what information is in my cells um, and for embodiment it's very important to see what's in the body and to transform what's in the body uh-huh. um, so even with the abuse information when we go into the abuse information I work in a different way. I don't go into the stories or the memory fields as such, because I realized that as I start digging them up myself, I realized that they're not true in the system. It's coming true Mm -hmm. a child's eyes at different, you know, in a child's way, or, or I'm adding more stories there. Um, Uh And it was like, it wasn't fully the truth, but my cells were telling me the truth. And I realized, okay, let's work with the cells and then let's work with the, compartments of fragmentation within the mind as well. Uh 
the nervous system and through the entire system. So I start really working with the nervous system, the brain, the subconsciousness, and the blood, um, and anything that was keeping us out of the body. So I started being guided on different ways and different techniques uh, to clear trauma from the body on all levels. So it's kind of like, you know, there's a clog in the system of all the pipes and it's preventing the flow of light in the situation to come in and to, so that we can embody that light within all of our cells and in a, in a vibrant way. And so you you help on an energetic level to clear the clog in the pipe. So exactly, yes. What I'm doing is I'm giving transmissions from my cells because I've worked so much on my cells and my body. I'm simply being like an antenna and I'm setting the tension because I'm really, when I don't leave my body, I stay in my cells. I've worked through all the cells in the body. Uh And what I do is I give transmissions to your cells because I know your spirit also is in the cells or else it can come into the cells. So when giving transmissions continuously cellularly, which gives you the opportunity for your cells to realize what they really, how they can be. Uh-huh. And your spirit, it'll start clearing whatever toxicity or whatever blockages or whatever frozen parts are in the system. And the cells will start getting clear and then you can embody. You start seeing changes in your life. You start getting healthier. You start, everything changes in your life and you start making manifesting in a different way. Uh-huh. So the more trauma you're, for me, like if you want to, uh, create things, uh, manifest. It's, you know, there's loads of information about manifestation, but for me, it's about manifesting it inside my vibration first. And then I am that vibration and that's the vibration I will attract to me or will send out to the world. Um, so I'm constantly working on myself or getting people to work on me because I know I also don't see what I don't want to see because my system is so right. never in a way of hiding those things from me. So what I do is I open a space to sit with somebody, with a group, to give them transmissions, to find what they don't want to see, and uh-huh. then allow them to connect to their, their being. And that could be, you know, maybe fragments were left from past life, from your childhood, and from the ancestral line, from the womb, which represents the world. And that's where the vanishing twin came in. So... I found so what is the vanishing twin? It's, it's, it's fascinating. Yes. Uh, so I found that some people were not getting results um, with the webinars I was doing. And also some parts where I wasn't getting results. Now, I, then I discovered that I had a vanishing twin. A vanishing twin is where there was another egg in the womb and then died a few weeks into the state, whatever development stages died somewhere along the line while I was in the womb. So, so so a woman could be pregnant and not know that that she had a twin that died but it's you're saying it's it's relatively common correct relatively common yes and a lot of people who are empathic have vanishing twins the reason is they have an open system i'll just i'll just draw very quickly what an open system okay, is great. an open system is where your aura has an opening in it because it has the first imprint. The first imprints are always the most important. Um, so the first imprint in the womb would be having an opening in your aura. So that means you're going through life with an opening in your aura, which means that people can step into your field and you'll feel what it's like to be in other people's shoes. Okay. You will have in this part, the center part is where you have 
uh, you know, it's okay. So I'll draw another one. So another circle. So this is, this would be the inner heart chamber where you have a relationship, a relationship you have with someone, you have an experience, and then maybe you can leave them. It's, you can get over it. It's hard, but you can get over it. Uh-huh. Now, a lot of people are mixing this up with twin relationships, my twin soul. Uh-huh. Now, if there's a twin in the system, there's a wound on the deepest level of your soul. This is the place uh-huh. only for you, but a twin can get in there. Now, if there's a wound, that is an information that my twin left me in the womb, prayed mm. me, my twin abandoned me. Now, the tendency, a lot of people who are vanishing twins, because it's such a core issue and such a deep issue, they won't go there. It's like what I said about the matter. They won't right. go there. So nearly 80% of the people I worked with who have vanishing twins said, I've done all your webinars, but that one didn't resonate with me. Uh-huh. because the most protection is in the system. Um, so the signs would be you're very empathic. You may have a tendency to be fatigued, to have fatigue, to get burnouts, okay. to have digestive problems, to have a tendency that you're with a helper syndrome and that you are, um, you know, you want, either you want to be alone or you may fall in love very fast, very intensively. Uh-huh. And then you you break up or you stay in a toxic relationship beyond its time. So and you just described a whole lot of light workers. You know that, right? Yeah, but they won't. A lot of them won't go there because this is so so uh, so deep. This wound. This is such a deep wound in the system. Uh-huh. And which, if you're working with somebody like that, or if you, for example, you you'll have an overlap in your system. So they over so you'd have an overlap in your system that anyone who stands on front of you will represent the footprint of your dead twin. So if they have toxicity in their system and you feel amazing, by the time they leave, you will feel twin. and they will feel amazing. So you're right. going, you will give your life force to. So the reason I want to talk about this is because it's about embodiment at the moment and people who are not embodying are not getting results or having financial blockages or blockages deadness in their life, stagnation, mold, fatigue, and all these problems usually are because of the vanishing twin. Because twin is not in your system, you're in the twin's system. So the twin is either old or younger. That's interesting. Say that again. The twin's not in your system, you're in the twin system? You're in the twin system. So there's always, with a a twin, there's always one older or younger. Now, Uh 99% 99% of the time when I work with somebody, they'll say, yeah, yeah, I feel my twin's older. Well, that means that you're in the twin's place. So they say, yeah, I can't get my twin out of the place. No, no, no. It's about you getting out of your twin's place. Your twin doesn't want you in the twin place. Uh-huh. So if you're older, you'd be on the right, or if the twin's older, the twin would be on the right side, but you would. So you'd have to imagine that there's a, another person in your body and you stand up and come out of the organ information. Because it's really important. You can eat right, you can do the right diet, you can do meditation, but you'll still be sick. Because you've got the information of a living cell with directly behind it a dead cell. So Ooh. you're magnetizing that you won't be healthy. So you can get sick very fast and, and healthy very fast. And there could be also an information that you're not able to make decisions or decisions are too 
to uh, you don't want to take responsibility for decisions because in the womb decisions were life-threatening it was life or death he left yes. or she left me Tendency and so to- you've experienced you've experienced the consequences of your twin leaving so you you not only knew that it was it was life or death decision or you know a, a possibility within the womb you got to see the negative outcome Absolutely, absolutely. And this goes even more than I ever thought it goes. I've worked with people where the organs of the twin is actually living inside them. The hair, the teeth, the bones are growing. And then I talk to the person, the twin talks to me. But I came across a case recently in New York where there was a mother who had twins and she basically delivered her her children and that they did a DNA test on the children. And they realized that you're not the mother of the, the children. The father's the father, but you're not the mother. And in the two years that they tried to take the kids off her, basically she had an, she came pregnant again, had another child, did the same oh. test again, came up, she wasn't the mom. They did another test and they realized oh that God. she had a vanishing twin and the vanishing twin took over her womb. So the vanishing twin was the mother. Wow. Yeah, I've come across- So I mean, it, with, with not saying that oh you're not the father i mean in terms of the genetics it's 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 like okay well you know you just assume that the mother slept with somebody else but if a mother is giving birth to somebody and and then you say oh no that's not your child i mean that's just absurd it's amazing and what i've come across is people who needed hip transplants for example if they cost the vanishing twin was in the hip information so the hip information is deadness so this there's arthritis decay um, or you know different organs and um, the lungs for example there could be a, a chronic cough or a bronchitis or um, a bacteria in the lungs because this, the, the dominant information is that lung of the, the twin is in the system deadness digestion topics a lot of digestion topics and um, because you've digested your twin in the womb so it's toxic so but that's the only connection you have left. So your system won't let that go. So you're holding the information of the toxicity in the, in the digestion. And your system will not let go till you, you find your twin. But you actually are with your twin. Okay. So it's to really, that's why I brought it. I have different webinars on it, on the vanishing twin. And um, because it's really significant. And then also it's, it's something that, I wanted to rush in a way. People have tendency, no, let's just clear the twin out of my life and that's for good. But you have to remember every single decision in your life, you're, you're with your twin up to the point you find your twin. Mm. So it's like two trains, two life plans going together and you're jumping from one train to the other. And then it's like suddenly you're on your own. So I always say, okay, well, imagine you're going the 90 degrees and this is only you your connection with your twin, your connection with your life force, your connection with your abilities. Also, what's very strong in the system, and this is very important for people doing healing work or or who have talents, everybody has talents, you'll have a tendency to um, know your gifts or, you know, your gifts work, they're good, but you'll have low self-confidence. Right. The reason is... um, when you're using your gifts, you're using your gifts in your twin system. So it's a sibling system. Huh. I cannot work with my abilities, my gifts with my brother or my sister, a sibling. Right. I can use them perfectly outside the system, but they won't work in the family. 
because they're not meant to work. I'm meant to be the brother in the system. So yes. I feel like my gifts are not worthy or they don't work. So I'd have very low self-confidence connected to my gifts. Uh -huh. I and, and, and I just want to um, bring a little bit more forth about that because I know you've talked about how um, we come into the, into the familial system if we're light workers if we're healers we expect to be able to fix the family heal the family and no. and yet we don't and 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 that affects our self-esteem right Absolutely, yes but if there's a twin in the system it's even stronger because there is guilt in the system there's shame in the system there's dread in the system and then also the twins telling you hang on this isn't your i don't want you to do this so it's okay. almost like second voice in you saying stop doing that you're no good you're not meant to be doing that which you shouldn't be doing that in the twin system actually so right so twin, you're, you're basically forcing your twin down a path that's not meant for him or her yes and on you're, an energetic level absolutely energetically and forcing your twin to be intimate with somebody that your twin wasn't meant to be intimate with in relationships or, interesting so the twins really mess up relationships a lot of the time twins will not allow people have relationships that's that's so fascinating. Before we go any further, I want to make sure we don't run out of time before you, you tell people how they can connect with you and what it is you offer. So what I'm doing is I do webinars. Webinars are basically where I open up the field and give transmissions. And I have their living recordings. So I have them on my website. So it, when I work, I was told years ago, I need to record them because when it's cleaning the cells, it sometimes it takes a few times before you actually your spirit comes into the cells. Uh -huh. So I do it in a way that it's like a single session every time you watch it. So they're on the website and um, all the webinars are living recording. It's a field of information which gives transmissions um, and results. I'm, I, I'm really strict to myself that I constantly um, develop different ways till I see a result in the system. I want to see a result in the system uh -huh. and I'll fine tuning the system, just being guided that way that I, I fine tune things till I see results in the system. So I it, it's really about the work that I'm doing is about really fully embodying cellularly into your body so you can live your potential, so you can live your life and be who you're meant to be. And then mm. you Remembering also your talents, your gifts start awakening. So right. our spirits are huge. We have huge potential. Okay. And what I offer during the webinars is to clear whatever's in the way and give you the opportunity to, to transform it yourself. But it's, it's in a way that you don't feel dependent on me. It's like I'm giving transmissions, but you remember okay. your own effort, your own power, your own talents, your own vice, your own ability to heal yourself. So it's going very deep into the bones. It's very physical, actually. It's mm -hmm. uh, energetic work, but it's very physical. You can feel the results in the system. Mm -hmm. And each webinar was sort of leading up. They build up and build up and build up and build up right. on each other. The last webinar I did was, I keep saying the strongest, the strongest, the, the last one's always the best because it's building up on itself. The last one was about um, moving out of 3D up to 5D and above. So okay. it was clearing all the topics related to uh, being in the treaty around trauma. And it was clearing mm -hmm. trauma from the system so you could really embody your creator and your abilities. Right. Uh, the, the last one I did, there's lots of free webinars on YouTube. If you look up yes. Daniel, 
and you'll see lots of free ones in there and that'll give you a feel of the work it's really it seems passive but it's not you're sort of in the field your soul is working it's like your immune system in a way your immune system gets more intelligent so if you see this on an energetic immune system so what i'm doing is i'm sharing all the information that i've been working on myself with your system and then your system knows how to do it yourself for example i've had children you know waiting for their moms and they were sitting in the waiting room outside while i was working with the mom and then the mother rings me two days later and says my child's doing what you do because the child simply was open enough to receive the information into one system i've had oh. sitting there in the waiting room never did this type of work and then suddenly they start seeing things and start doing the same work so interesting yeah when you, the, the mind gets out of the way um it it works so it's really even if the mind is active it's okay it's because the mind represents wounds and protection in the system so i'm working with the ancestral lines i'm working with the birth conception the birth uh, up to now past lives the future um and the genetic the bloodline the dna so into the subconsciousness like it's it's one thing to know something but if your subconsciousness hasn't aligned with you there's going to be you know a different reaction in the system so I, I was shown how to clear the subconsciousness of the brain of the nervous system mm -hmm. of cells of the uh, opening of the pineal gland and then how to open up the brain as well interesting so in your website is where, where do people find this uh, damien underscore win.com d-a-m and then W-Y-N-N-E. Just look Damien when you'll find on my website. With a, an underscore in between or, or a dash. Uh, actually a dash. Dash, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, I there's one other question I, I would love to get your input on. Um, and I want to ask it in a way that this does not get flagged on YouTube. Um, I know that there are people right now who are getting uh, injections. Yes. Uh, in the hopes that it will help their immune system. And I know that you've had some experience seeing energetically what's happening to people, or at least to one person who has had that. Can you share with our listeners uh, um, what you've seen energetically? Okay, I've experienced it myself because I had injuries from my childhood, which affected uh -huh. my brain. Uh -huh. so which was a different one, mind you. Yeah. Yes, there are different ones, yes. So what, I, what I've observed, and also I've seen, because I got this feedback uh, from people uh, oh. is that um, it's already we have got an ability to connect to our intuition and us as a creator and our channel and we have these very fine abilities it's not fireworks it's very it's very subtle when you connect to spirit it's extremely fine it's extremely subtle and what I realized with this is it disconnects the people from that part of their soul so they were more in the 3D world um, and not connected to those finer, subtle bodies and subtle intuition uh, and inner knowing. Mm. That's only on that part. I could talk about a lot of other things with it, but right. only on that part. Um, that's what I experienced. Um, and someone gave me that feedback, said that they received it two months ago and they felt that the pineal gland and felt that the system was closed off. Mm -hmm. Were you able to help that person or did they ask you to help them? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and, and therein lies the good news. And 
Um, they yeah. Could that this person could felt after the webinar that it was back on again. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know the rest of the effects because there's many other effects from this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would work with why do you want to get it? Or if you have it, why did you take it? Because mm -hmm. they're so blessed. So yeah. you need to, you know, there's a lot of people being blackmailed into it because they want to get on a flight again. I want to start traveling again. I'm Highland yeah, now. Me too. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going into that system. And I know that's, um, I will deal with that when it comes, but it's not there yet. And I don't believe it will be. Um, and also, I'm I'm responsible on a soul for my experience. We free will, we free choices. So my choice would be not to do it for my health and for right. my body and my cells. And I know what ingredients are in it, and I know what ingredients they how it affects my body. Mm -hmm. So that's just my belief system, and right. everyone has their own experience. So I wouldn't interfere with anyone else's experience. Um, mm -hmm taking it or not taking it um but yeah we're here for a soul experience and mm -hmm. many times for soul experiences and every choice has a consequence and yeah we're we're going to come back anyway so our goal of going back to source so we're going to have whatever experience we need to have mm -hmm. and there's enough information out there at the moment in the you know for people to make a clear decision and yeah. if they don't you know, if their if their system is not open, their system's not open yet. Yeah. Or, yeah. And um, and I, I just want to underscore that you shouldn't use Google to do the search <laughs> if you're going to go looking for information. Um, gosh, we're we've just about run out of time, Damien. Um, in like thirty seconds or, or or less, are you hopeful for the direction humanity is going? I feel the systems are collapsing so fast, just as much as things are opening up in, in negative ways, there's, there's even stronger shifts in the system. And I believe there's major shifts in the last few days, I've seen them in the field. field. And I believe that major things have happened that there won't be what we were just talking about happen on this planet and free citizens. And we have the right to choose our health, our body, travel. And um, so for me, it's not going to happen. And it's not my reality. And I believe that systems are collapsing. And yeah. as much as we think we're not there, that, that's the way systems collapse. We always mm -hmm. think yeah. the battle of just we, you know, we're defeated. And that's when the systems collapse. It's the end of the cycle. These were ends of cycles. We have run out of time. I could talk to you for hours. Thank okay. you so much, Damien. Damien-Win, W-Y-N-N-E.com. Thanks, Damien. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, everyone, for your time and space. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to empower yourself to step further into your vibration of change, please visit my website at christineupchurch.com, where you can learn more about my insights, upcoming events, and private sessions.